All right, welcome to Electric Skatecast. This is season two, episode three. Uh, tonight we have quite a uh, conglomerate of people with us. Um, as always, I'm your host, Jay Grand GR. Uh, we also have with us Terminal X, as always. Good evening. And then tonight we have two special guests uh, from the Chicagoland area. Uh, we have Ebor Brandon. Hey. And Suicide Shots. What's up, guys? Um, again, thank you guys for coming on the show. Super stoked to have you guys on here. Yeah, welcome. Um, I feel like I feel like it's been a long time coming. Uh, we talk about your content a lot. We reference your content a lot. You guys are kind of doing stuff that no other content creators are doing. Um, so it's an absolute pleasure to have you guys on here. Um, and we're super excited to kind of dive into your backgrounds and dive into some of the content that you guys have created together um, and just kind of have some fun with it. So, yeah, we're excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Um, so, yeah, let's just kind of jump right into it um, and kind of get off uh, quickly here. How did you guys get started into skating? Um, and did it start with e-skating or was it kind of a progression like others? Well, for me, I had tried skateboarding when I was like 10, but I was really bad at it. So I gave up pretty quick. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Between then and when I picked up longboarding, I just kind of did a little surfing, wakeboarding, stayed on boards, but didn't really touch skating at all. And then when I moved to Illinois for my last few years of high school, I started working at this local bike shop and they had these beautiful longboards in this awesome display. They had some land yachts, loaded Santa Cruz. And so I used my very first paycheck to uh, pick up a longboard. And then I started riding it. Yeah, I started riding it for fun, you know, commuting to high school, and I just kept riding from there. Wow. Early adopter. Suicide Shots, talk to us about your uh, uh, evolution into e-skate. Yeah, so I actually uh, started out on, like, popsicle boards. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was, like, a street skater. uh, Had, like, a few, you know, like, local sponsors and stuff like that. Uh, And then once I moved up to the city, I was, like, looking for, like, a new form of transportation and I had finally become, you know, like old enough and uh, financially responsible enough to be able to afford <laughs> e-skate. So I bought a boosted and uh, yeah, I've been like doing it ever since. Yeah. I mean, who wants to take the, uh, the Metro, right? Like that's just uh, well, a nightmare I, in itself. I actually wasn't taking the Metro at all. I was, uh, I was cake pushing on a cruiser about 12 miles every single day for about oh a year. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, that's called leg day on leg day. Yeah, right there. yeah oh, it, was, it was every day. <laughs> leg week. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's, I always love that, that mentality of like, well, we all kind of started with like kick pushing at some point and we were like, this is a lot of work. We could be doing this in a lot easier and more fun way. Oh yeah. Yeah. My first uh, go on an electric board was in 2018. I bumped into my buddy actually in a Lincoln park in Chicago and he had a boosted board on him. I'm like, dude, you got to let me try that. (laughs) (laughs) Took it around the block and it wasn't too long after that I ordered one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's addicting. It's only a matter of time, man. That adrenaline rush, that effortless surfing. Oh man. When you know, you know, very cool. So you guys obviously spend a lot of time on the gram and, and other places creating e-skate content. Um, when you're when you're not, you know, creating content though and, and posting videos and photos, what do your guys's, you know, rides typically look like? What are you guys doing hobnobbing around Chicago? What does that look like a day in the life for uh for riding for you guys? 
Well, we'll usually meet up pretty early in the day, and we'll usually try to ride like the whole day. We mostly, you know, we work during the week, so it's a lot on the weekends, and we'll try, you know, get started early and just ride till it feels like our feet are going to fall off. You know, whether we're shooting anything or not, that's pretty much how we've been doing it. That's a good vibe. You know, yeah, it's hard it, to do on those pneumatics, though. <laughs> yeah, you're riding pretty far before your feet start to hurt on yeah. pneumatics. You're gonna be in Indiana. <laughs> um, and then, real quick, how did you guys uh, get your your kind of setup where you guys both kind of ride together and do content together? How did this this partnership come about? I know you guys obviously both live in Chicago, but uh, how did this meetup and uh, collaboration happen? Yeah, well, we actually, you know, kind of met and started to get to know each other on uh, group rides. Right. And then independently from, you know, the Chicago Eastgate rides, we would start to hang out like here and there. And then one day I was trying to, you know, make some cool content for Shredlights because they uh, I'm one of their ambassadors. Right. And so I had seen John's work before. It was super awesome. I'm like, hey, would you help me on this project? And he was glad to help me out with it. And he kind of let me know, you know, as we're filming this, hey, you know, I like to film all sorts of weird hours of the night, go out and ride all the time. Like, if you ever want to film something, just like, let me know and I'm down. And I took him up on that. That's awesome. And yeah, that's how we kind of started working on projects all the time together. And it sort of started the form into what we're doing now. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to night rides, by the way. Uh, I love it when the streets are deserted and it's just you and the, and the blinking yellow. Wow. Uh, oh yeah mm, oh yeah magical experience like 2 a.m to 4 a.m in chicago is like the prime time oh i can imagine (laughs) um you know the city's still alive but the cars are probably you know way fewer oh yeah Yeah, and on top of that like your your content is definitely more of night riding like movement shots getting like unique lighting um and that's that's definitely like your niche like it Nobody else can do that. I, I still have yet to find somebody who can create content like that um, using the lighting that you do. So huge, huge kudos to you guys and huge shout out to Shred Lights for, for helping you guys make some of that content happen. Yeah, I for mean, literally lighting the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely shout out. And uh, I, I guess I'm kind of curious because a lot of the, the short clips that I see um, that you kind of post suicide shots, are you riding with like a 30 rack? Uh, so what kind of stuff do you guys do when you're not skating? <laughs> Cause I got to imagine you guys are getting up to some kind of shenanigans. Yeah. Um, I'd say mostly just riding, uh, going in the lake. Like, you know, we, we live so close to such a beautiful lake mainly. Uh, that's my thing is painting. Uh, I don't know, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, John and I usually, a lot of times we'll just, you know, when we're not riding or recharging, we'll just get together, play some video games, have a few beers. We definitely spend a lot of time watching other people's content in the community. Like mm-hmm. we love kind of seeing what other people are doing and like analyzing like other videos and kind of coming up with our own ideas. So even in some of our free time, we're, kind of thinking about content because we've been very content motivated over uh, the whole quarantine. Yeah. It makes sense. Plenty of opportunities. Yeah. It's awesome that you guys are not only supporting um, other content creators in your community, but uh, it's cool that you can get, you know, inspiration uh, from those people and collaborate with them and stuff and continue to grow each other's content. And, you know, case in point, here we are talking um, on a platform, yeah. right? Because we saw your stuff. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, another, another easy question here. 
favorite thing about eSkate? Vague question, meant to go anywhere. This is your uh, this is your soapbox moment. What's your favorite thing about about eSkate, gentlemen? John, you want to go ahead? Oh yeah, definitely uh, the portability. You know, like a car, you have to worry about parking or gasoline and all that. Eskate, you can literally take it anywhere, charge anywhere. Like basically, you could, if you wanted to, go across the entire country and not really have to, you know, worry about it. Yeah, you could just go. Yeah, there, yeah. Like you said, there's there's an outlet literally every ten feet down the road. Exactly. Much. Exactly. And every city is like teeming with people that are excited about it and wanting to be a part of it i mean it's it's definitely one of the fastest growing hobbies or professions or whatever you want to call it at this point it's just amazing accessibility of eSkate, especially in a big city joe i mean yeah i know oh, wait yeah. for the opportunity that's, that's the one thing like i wish that grand rapids was the size of chicago because there's so many days where i'm like man it'd be so fun to just go for like a 50 mile ride and like have restaurants and charging spots all along the way and like for us, a 50 mile ride's like riding up through the country and like <laughs> yeah. charging every 10 miles at like some podunk like gas station. So it's it's a different atmosphere where you guys are. And I'm, I'm always a little bit jealous. Yeah, we're definitely a little bit spoiled. <laughs> yeah. M- minus the winters, which we have the same problem. But yeah, yeah, definitely spoiled. We ride anyways in the winter. Yeah, I know. So you guys are insane. Yeah. You guys are insane. We don't let it stop us. It'll be a lot easier now that you're both on Evolve to ride in the winter as well. Since oh, you yeah. have a little bit more ground clearance and can get through some of that slushy snow crap. <laughs> How do you get, do you guys get lake effect snow that impacts the the rides and your commute or not really? Um, me, not really. Like uh, I, I live pretty close to my work. So if it does snow, I just walk. But most of the time they throw down so much salt that like whenever it does snow, the, the streets stay pretty like clear, you know? Maybe just wet. yeah, yeah. It's mostly a thing about uh, you know splash protection at the yeah, end of the day. Definitely interesting. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, somebody. I think it was someone from Chicago made some sort of like three D printed splash guards for their their boosted board like a long time ago. Were they splash guards or was it duct tape? Because that was probably me. Well, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the duct tape with some cardboard, which was pretty yeah. entertaining. Okay. Um, and that, I mean, if that, yeah, that's that's definitely the three D printed splash card I was talking about. <laughs> nice. Um, so I want to kind of dive in uh, to some of the content that you guys have come up with, and uh, since we're all kind of a part of this this content community, how did you guys come up with the like infamous Planet Earth parody? Like, what made you decide to like make this 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 video that just makes you grin from ear to ear of like Which silliness. I, I can't believe I never saw this, by the way. I'm just going to interrupt and say that this is my favorite video, probably of the week that I've seen <laughs> so far. Like it is, it's awesome. I've been watching it on repeat since like uh, before the podcast started. Cause it's awesome. And glad you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank awesome. You. All right. Well, this was definitely an interesting one. So uh, the credit actually goes to two people, uh, Sly Dog Stro and my girlfriend. And the reason for Stro is he had left a comment on the video I had made before that, and he commented how much it looked like an advertisement for Evolve. And to be honest, he was right. I kind of looked at it. I'm like, okay, that's a fair criticism. Now, what am I going to do about that? So I was kind of trying to brainstorm ways to, you know, let my personality out a little more for the videos and not seem, you know, disingenuous at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was talking with my girlfriend and she 100% came up with the whole idea. She's like, shout out to girlfriend. Out. Yeah, Planet Earth, but with eSkate. 
Oh. And I'm like, you know what? I like that. Scribbled down a couple born. of thoughts, found a David Edinburgh voice actor on Fiverr for like I 20 bucks. Oh that my had, God. That had to be Fiverr. Ask. That was my follow-up <laughs> question. <laughs> and then I brought that uh, to John, who immediately was on board. I sent him like a sample of the voice actor, like David Attenborough, Planet Earth, let's do it. And it just kind of spiraled into the project from there. Such a genius idea. Forever lost or, well, I shouldn't say lost, but owed to you guys. In other words, I can never copy it because it's, yeah. it's, man, oh, I kick and, myself for not thinking of these things. And for <laughs> you suicide shots, like what kind of work goes into getting those like angles? And like, I, I got to imagine there's more to it than just pointing the camera and shooting, right? Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen any of Brandon's like stories behind the scenes? There's there's a lot of riding involved backwards. and Yeah. 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 Uh, that stuff is just gnarly to me yeah sometimes brandon has to hold the remote and i'm just you know uh trusting him with my life basically you're just along for the ride at that point oh, oh yeah definitely has has there been any like major injuries or injuries from this uh concoction of brandon controlling your board for you um no thankfully not all right knock on wood yeah definitely knock <laughs> yeah. on wood. facts um speaking of we, we we touched on this a little bit earlier um brandon you working with evolve and you know making videos for evolve how did you get started working with evolve like where i know you originally were boosted chicago um and kind of making videos for the, the eastgate community you worked with shred lights what what did that transition look like where you ended up working with evolve yeah so i was at first boosted chicago you know i immediately fell in love with the community after my first group ride. I had met so many awesome people and so I had so many awesome opportunities. And I started, you know, posting under that account name just to kind of showcase what was going on in Chicago Eastgate. And then that eventually turned more into boosted Brandon when I realized people were actually kind of interested, you know, in my day-to-day and riding experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then uh, the fall of boosted boards happens which, you know, was kind of the caveat that brought me where I am now. And so I was looking, you know, what's my next move going to be? And, you know, up to this point, I'd worked with a lot of different companies like Shredlights, Skate Castle, eBird stuff, Gecko Derm. Yeah. And my original idea was to try to get a sponsorship from Orangutan, actually, so I could give away mm. wheels and have, like, a ton of fresh wheels for photos. <laughs> But it Nothing got wrong me, with fresh wheels. Yeah, I, I'm addicted to wheels. I can never have too many. <laughs> nice. And it all got me thinking, and I was like, why not shoot bigger? I've been putting in a lot of work up to that point, so I figured, you know, why not give it a try? And so I looked at a lot of different board companies, and Evolve had stood out to me. I like the way, you know, they're well established. They had a great after-sales support program and servicing, which was personally important to me. And, you know, they were also doing events with the community, like the Evolve World Cup. So I sat down one night, I typed up, you know, a really nice email expressing my interests and was like, hey, let's start a dialogue about, uh, you know, what your ambassador program looks like, because I'm interested. And less than 24 hours, I had a response in my inbox. And then we had a few back and forths and it was pretty much set from there. Wow. That was fast. <laughs> In terms yeah. of you actually talking to them. I'm guessing they knew of your work already where you they you were a, maybe a, a local name around the house. 
Yeah, it seemed like they had. And, you know, they kind of, when I got started talking to them, they had mentioned that they were kind of trying to expand, you know, a little more into America mm. and the Midwest specifically. So, nice. yeah. I mean, I think like the email literally said, you reached out at the perfect time. We're looking for someone in the Midwest to represent us. That's fantastic. Isn't it weird how that works? It's it's always those like perfect timing, like it, it couldn't have happened at any other time. It had to have happened at that time. It's it's just crazy how that works sometimes. And I guess on top of that, like, were you working more with uh, Evolve headquarters down in Australia or were you working more with like Evolve USA headquarters? Um, I, I did all my communication and, you know, most of my day-to-day communication with, uh, the Australian headquarters, but in terms of like servicing or needs, you know, everything ships out to me from the U S if I have a problem with my board, it needs to get repaired. It goes to the U S center. Oh, nice. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I think, yeah. I believe they're separate companies legally speaking, right? Evolve Skateboards USA is, 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 has their own LLC filed and all that. That's, is that correct? Um, I'm actually not sure. Okay, I got you. I was just curious. I mean, that would make sense, right? Since they're technically running in two different countries, right? And in most or multiple evolved, countries, <laughs> right? And, and I feel like I see Evolve skateboards, you know, South Africa, Evolve skateboards, mm. you know, England or UK. Um, so yeah, that that kind of adds up that it's kind of almost not franchised out, but uh, kind of just a yeah, different. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Very cool. Um, and I guess to tie into that, um. For you, suicide shots. How did how did you get started in the photography with Evolve and working with Brandon? Um, and and how did you kind of come up with this like idea to work with like fast moving objects like skateboards and you know using shred lights to accentuate uh, the lighting of the boards? Like how how did that come to picture and fruition in your mind? Um, so like I actually got started in videography and everything like that, shooting regular skateboarding when I was like street skating. So mm. obviously once I like got into e-skate, it just kind of, you know, naturally followed suit. I don't know. It just kind of went hand in hand. And then Brandon's an ambassador for Shred Lights. So once we started working together, it was just, oh, well, actually that was the first video that we worked on. So I don't know, like I kind of figured out how, like, I guess the proper shutter speed and aperture that you should shoot with a specific uh, setting, always shoot in manual. And then once you find those like perfect settings, you just always yeah. go back to those. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, like you, you find a groove. Once you work with the camera in those settings long enough, then you you definitely find something that fits perfectly. So if if there's anybody listening that is having troubles, just keep trying. You know, like use your camera as much as you can because that's how you figure out what works best. You know. Yeah, and it seems like you're not afraid to like experiment with new ideas because you've done things all the way from like obviously night riding with shred lights and doing like these David Attenborough as parodies. So your range isn't just limited to like night riding. Um, so it seems like experimenting with your camera and trying new things is like a huge part of that process. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly, that's definitely like one of my, uh, like, I guess one of the things that I would do, you know, outside of Eastgate is when I'm like at home, I, or not at home, but like when I'm not riding around, I'll just like ride my pushboard around and I'll just like shoot random stuff in like random situations to try and figure out what, you know, what camera settings will work best with different things. Like you can always watch things online and, you know, try and figure it out like that. But there's nothing better than like hands on experience. And like yeah. you got to put those 10,000 hours in if you want to be a professional at anything, you know. 
Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I kind of like what you said about the uh, how you have like preset settings that you've just learned from experience of like, oh, nighttime with these lights or whatever we're doing, you know, put the camera in this setting because um, it's similar in video editing where once I learn how to do something, I actually just have a little notepad, uh, a digital notepad where I have all the keyboard shortcuts or the certain formula I need to achieve a certain effect in the video. I mean, once you get it down that first time, yeah, your, your encouragement is absolutely right. It gets easier and you just save that and you can just, you know, reuse it when the when the time uh, comes. Exactly. It's just like a chemistry formula, you know. Exactly. You, you know that formula, you just have to put in the different variables. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's exactly. such a good way of putting it. I love that. And uh, yeah, you guys definitely have some chemistry with your content. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it's a good, uh, good collaboration. Uh, yeah. qu- quick question to Brandon. Does um does Evolve give you a lot of freedom about the content you create or do they kind of have kind of goals and kind of like an outline guideline of, of what they're asking for as an ambassador? This might be a good question for anybody that's ever looking to work with Evolve. Uh, or are they just like, hey, man, we, we you know, go wild and we, we trust whatever content you come up with and we'll gladly use it. Like, how does that relationship work? Yeah. So that was kind of something, you know, when I first started talking to Evolve that I asked a lot of questions about because I was before I signed on to anything I wanted to make sure that it didn't like you know impede too far in terms of my creative freedom what I wanted to do and they honestly have encouraged me to be genuine and make the content I want which I really appreciate I think they definitely value that like each ambassador brings something a little different to the table Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've never kind of pressured me to like do things in a certain way. And they've been showing, you know, the appreciation for the work we put in. Obviously, not every video, you know, makes sense for them to repost or every photo right. for them to reshare. But, you know, mm. they reshare when it's applicable and they definitely, you know, show their appreciation for the content, you know, that even if they're not going to reshare it, that like, you know, Suicide Shots and I put our hearts into. Yeah, right, that makes sense. That's a good point, too, because I've seen content from like Tom in New York and his content is much different than yours. His is more like dancing on the Evolve, like doing unique things like that, whereas mm-hmm. your content is more about like that still frame that's just so crisp and clean and unique um, or the like fun, like hilarious videos that you guys work on. Oh, Tom is so good at dancing. <laughs> I'm always so yeah. jealous when I see those videos. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just got those gangly long legs. and He just makes it look so easy. <laughs> I know it. I'm jealous and I I want to try it, you know, I want to learn, but man, I don't know if my ankles are ready for that. <laughs> I mean, you won't know until you try. I feel like we could make a fun video of that, of me trying and just falling off the board with that. You just um, got to start. And then like uh suicide shot said, you got to spend 10,000 hours doing it and then oh, you'll be a pro. Man, I don't know if yeah. I want to spend 10,000 hours dancing on the board. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I guess our desires are different. I just want to get the video. I just no. picture you dancing on a skateboard and your calves just getting bigger and bigger yeah. as you dance for <laughs> yeah. 10,000 hours. Have some, uh, some, yeah, some good old cankles up in here. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been wanting to learn how to uh, slide on the board and Evolve has definitely been encouraging me to do so. Yes. But I'm always so nervous because like, I want to learn and it would make for some awesome content. But also if I hurt myself, you know, I could be out for a long period of time. We only got so yeah. much summer left. So I'm trying yeah. to uh, enjoy it as much as possible. My my biggest recommendation, because I used to do some downhill, is you just have to like full send it. Like you just have to like get super confident, like start by being low. Um, like you guys are already really good at riding super low on the board. Like that's how you start. And then you 
grab the side of the board and you just like lean super hard and try and get the, the back tail to just slide out. And once you start getting the feel for it, then it just becomes easier and easier. And you start hitting bigger hills or bigger parking garages or whatever it is. And luckily, like you have one protect love, so you can <laughs> you have at least some hand protection while you do it, which is huge. When I first started sliding, it was like, all right, let's buy some work gloves and some cutting boards and <laughs> slap those onto our hands. And that's just <laughs> that's how we learn. Uh, that's um, hardcore. Yeah, that's ratchet. <laughs> old school man that's that's the old school downhill stuff Holy right smokes. <laughs> cutting boards yeah it worked it worked some man some some super strong velcro and you just take some cutting boards and like chop them up with a saw and then just strap them onto your hand it worked so well hell yeah yeah oh my gosh lazy rolling are you listening i want a armored cutting board suit armored cutting board <laughs> suit <laughs> Brandon, yep. that might be a good video idea. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you heard it here first. I, I'm, I'm taking it, gentlemen. Yeah, building the suit of armor made out of cutting boards. <laughs> it's uh, the new official Terminal X helmet. You got cutting it, board helmet. Um, so I gotta ask, and th- and this might be an obvious question, but why did it take Suicide Shots so long to get a GTR? Okay, so I was working out the details with Evolve to get like an abo- a board approved for him. I really wanted him to have one. I was like, he needs one. Not only because he deserves it, because we just like needed the ride more. We needed more range yeah. Yeah. and, you know, it would help our content. So I'm like, he needs a board. And uh, so we kind of planned it out. So it was going to be a surprise, which was actually Evolve's idea. You know, it was supposed to arrive maybe, you know, a few weeks earlier, but from my understanding, Evolve had been like a little backed up on orders at a point during the summer. I think, you know, due to like, you know, the coronavirus and, you know, some of the chaos happening. And so Mm -hmm. we ended up getting the board a little later than planned, but we have more than enough uh, time to bang out some new content before the weather starts to turn. Absolutely. And uh, for you suicide shots what was it like when you found out that you were getting this gtr and it was going to be yours to keep uh i mean i guess it's like when you're like 16 and you get your first car you know it's pretty exciting yeah it's one thing when you buy a board but it's one it's a whole nother thing when you get you know a, a premium branded board just given to you like that it's it's a pretty nice experience <laughs> i can imagine you you earned it man congratulations of yeah, course. Yeah, it seems so surreal like like the feeling of being like oh yeah this is mine now like what like exactly what? exactly <laughs> like, yeah like we, don't, we don't we don't want it back yeah. man you can keep it that's a, that's a good <laughs> conversation to have yeah definitely definitely i mean we, we definitely got some uh some good ideas you know planned out for it so it's uh it's perfectly timed you know yeah absolutely and already like you've already posted a couple uh shots of the new carbon GTR and it, it looks beautiful as ever. Oh yeah. Um, it's gorgeous. And I'm just, I'm just super excited to see what you guys have in, coming up and w- what's going to come out between the two boards and the Stoke as well. Um, I'm just, I'm just super pumped. I'm stoked. You could say, <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh, you don't know right. how many times I've heard that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm oh sure it's God. like a revolving door at this point. <laughs> nice. Um, so suicide shots, we've always been chatting about your photography, you know, and, and video skills this whole night and, you know, your relationship so that you, you've created these, this amazing content, both for the community, for Igor Brandon, for Evolve, Shred Lights, you know, you, you, you've spanned quite a, quite a repertoire here. 
uh, talk to us about some of the difficulties that you've had to overcome or any bad experiences or any funny experiences you've had with the photography and video videography while riding fast boards through Chicago traffic. Uh, I, I can imagine that's mildly daunting, even for an experienced both photographer and e-skate rider. Yeah, um, I've actually been pretty lucky this year, except for uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I hit a pretty nasty like chunk taken out of the road. I couldn't even say it's a pothole because it was literally just like <laughs> literally just a, a chunk taken out of the road. Welcome yeah. to the Midwest. You know, like a <laughs> yeah. three inch chunk. And um, yeah, that sent me about 20 feet onto my hand and uh, separated a carpal, my uh, pink, like, you know, my fifth oh, carpal, from my fourth. And wow. Yeah, like I had my camera in my hand. Like, so I, I normally ride with my uh, controller in my right hand, you know, but when I'm shooting, I'll right. put my camera in my right hand and right. Uh, yeah, hit that thing and then landed on first my hand, which the camera is my hand. And uh, that's what actually separated the carpals, you know, because the corner oh, yeah. in between there and uh, then hit my elbow and got out of it pretty cleanly. Like I wasn't too cut up, but uh I actually wasn't with Brandon. I was with another rider and we just pulled off right away and <laughs> slammed a beer pretty quickly and <laughs> tore my shirt off and then rode the rest of the way home and then went wait, to Wait, wait, back up, back up. Hold on. So you <laughs> so you got some liquid courage. You then took your shirt off and while your shirt was off, you rode home. Yeah. That, yeah he Hulk Hogan the shirt off. That's what oh I my got. Gosh. I, I, oh. I mean, after that, my adrenaline was going. I was just so hot. I was like, I, I just, I need to just pull it out. You <laughs> need know, to air it out. Yeah. I went to the ER the next morning, got x-rays and they were like, yeah, you separated your fourth and fifth carpals. And gosh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. I'm glad you're okay. Um, yeah, is the yeah. camera okay? Yeah. Uh, the camera was actually on? fine. I did. I slammed the lens of it. So it was my, my like hand and the lens that hit almost at the exact same time or, maybe, okay. you know, one mm-hmm. or the other first, but pretty much simultaneously. Do you and, have any, I mean, protect- Oh, sorry. Go ahead guys. Yeah. Go I was ahead. just going to say at least the lens is replaceable, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not too worried about it. That's kind of just, you know, part of the game. So yeah, if anything happens, it happens. Like interesting. Yeah, do you uh do you put protective uh, some kind of protective covering or case around the camera? Is that a thing? Uh no, I I don't. Like I could put it's a cage. hand. <laughs> I could put a cage on it or something like that, but no, I don't. Interesting. John's it- pretty hardcore when it comes to that. <laughs> I think he deserves a lot more credit than he gets cuz a lot of times when he's filming me, he'll have this massive like gimbal rig with like a screen and a microphone and he'll have me hold it when uh he like needs to change out a battery or change a lens and it is so heavy i don't know how he can hold that for like hours straight and ride through traffic like it blows my mind that's ridiculous yeah man you I, you owe it to yourself to put a case on that thing or, or something man like you know i unless there's a good, good reason not down, to. you know oh i guess that makes yeah, sense yeah that, that, that's another part of it right yeah like the weight itself and then you add a cage onto it that's supposed to protect all of that like no way Man, yeah, we just, you film. just wrap around it. Yeah, yeah when exactly. we go out to film, we're always cramming so much stuff in our backpacks. It is nuts. We have a lot of equipment, like all the time imagine. when we're going out for mm. a big shoot. Sounds like uh, you guys need like an altar bags sponsorship or something, <laughs> or like a, or you need like people that ride along with you just to carry gear. You need a, a film crew. crew. You yeah, need a film, film crew. crew. Um, yeah, PA. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Evolve. You heard it. They need a PA. You need to send another board. 
Yep, exactly. Yeah. They'll, they'll find the person. Just send the board. <laughs> I feel lucky now that I think of my camera angle. It's just mounted on my helmet and I just turn it on and press record. My hands are free, you know? Wow. I I can imagine that would be a lot of camera equipment. Expensive too. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's usually about uh five to seven thousand dollars worth of gear. Yeah, man. I would fall and hope it was it's my casual. leg that cracked, not the <laughs> camera. Like I'd hear something crack and be like, Man, I really hope it wasn't that gimbal. <laughs> I mean, thankfully yeah. I've I've only smashed the gimbal on the ground once and that wasn't like filming Eastgate. So yeah. <laughs> the irony. Wow. That it, it, actually, it was on a boosted, but it wasn't Eastgate. It was filming a music video. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you Genius. work suicide shots? Do you work in in film or photography in, in during the day? Uh, no. So I do it like uh, on the side, just freelance, and then I have okay. like a regular day job. I got gotcha. that hustle. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Very cool, man. Definitely. Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. Talent on talent. <laughs> so since we've been talking about content and what you guys have been up to, what, what is kind of coming up uh, for you guys? What, what's the next creative project uh, between suicide shots and eboard Brandon? I can't say what exactly is going to be next. You can definitely expect a sequel to the electric kingdom. hundred percent going to happen. We've got some really great ideas for that. Uh, you can expect some videos too, talking about our experiences with the Stoke and carbon, but that's, you know, kind of expected. We just got these new boards. We want to tell people how we feel about them, the pros and cons, what we like, what we don't like. And then there's a couple other projects we're looking to get off the ground as well. One that involves some sparks, a couple new types of parodies, and potentially one where I'll be wearing a bathrobe. But that's all I'm going to say for now. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Back (laughs) up, back up, back up. I need some tea spilled here. Yeah, A, A, I need some tea spilled because I posted a photo of me in a Chinese silk bathrobe about a a week ago. So either there needs to be some collaboration. There either needs to be some collaboration or or something because, yeah, there's definitely bathrobe content in my works too. You don't have to spoil anything that you're doing, of course. But like, yeah, we got to make something happen at some point. The collab, the collab of the century. Definitely. The bathrobe bros. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Anytime you want to come to Chicago, we'll we'll ride around the whole time you're here. I love no it. Yeah, in bathrobes, it. no less. <laughs> well, actually, I yeah, we we probably need to show up in Chicago with a handful of outfits because we're gonna have so many different, you know, photo shoots and, and video work going on. It's it's we gotta pack all that into a weekend. Yeah, I'm excited. I really wanna put something together. Oh yeah, definitely. And if you have any creative ideas you wanna get done, uh definitely let us know because we've Definitely been trying to, you know, make stuff that hasn't been done before, get a little more creative. We have a ton of ideas, and I honestly wish we had the limited time to get them all done, but it's impossible. I have a whole notes list in my phone of videos I want to do. Same. Yeah, the challenge, right? I'm telling you, man, you guys got to get a PA. That's the only way you're going to make it happen. (laughs) Tell you what, I'll be your PA. And then I'll, (laughs) I'll just wear the Chinese silk bathrobe behind you guys and carry everything. And then someday somebody's going to see me in the background and be like, what, what is going what is on happening? back there? Who is that? <laughs> um, you guys uh, know there's this guy following you, right? In our bathrobe? Yeah. Yeah. Just a bathrobe. Anyways, uh, that's Terminal After Hours. Uh, uh, talking about uh, the what's coming up with you guys. Uh, obviously, Brandon, you're, you're an Evolve ambassador um, and creating all this content. I'm sure you're handling lots of you're fielding lots of questions as people see your videos and photos um and people you know sliding into your dms with questions asking for discounts you know the typical rigmarole of an ambassador right 
what would you say is the biggest challenge facing you as an Evolve ambassador? And again, it's a, it's a vague question, so you can take it in any direction you want. Yeah, so I think it's uh, more of an ongoing thing that's been a little easier recently, but I think it kind of goes to my transition. You know, working with a board company was taking things to a different level for me and kind of getting my audience to come with me on this new adventure was something I've been trying to put a lot of work into. You know, I've had some comments and people telling me that I was, you know, a sellout or only doing it for the boards, but I genuinely love my evolves and, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been having to find the right balance of expressing my excitement and representing the company well. You know, I didn't want people to feel like I was trying to shove Evolve down their throats, but like accurately depict my, you know, new found passion, my experiences with the boards. Mm -hmm. I think kind of finding my voice and what that I want that to be personally and how I use that voice to represent Evolve and all my other sponsors, you know, right. It's sort of been like the biggest challenge. That makes sense. And I, I, you know, I was scrolling through your Instagram again earlier, I, as I tried to before the the recording, and I feel like you've you've posted videos recently with other products in them that weren't involved specific, or you know, yeah. despite that, you know, despite who was it, Slidoxtro saying, "Oh, this is just an evolve ad." In my opinion, like most of your videos are are pretty neutral. Obviously, they they're you know promoting evolve, but I don't I don't get the infomercial vibe. So you know, shout out to you for uh, having that kind yeah. of artistic taste to know the difference and to be able to manage that. Cause if you're trying to work for a company, obviously they have expectations and guidelines for you. I'm sure uh, as, as an ambassador, I mean, they're not handing out two grand boards for free to never see any ROI on that uh, type of, you know, type of commitment and investment. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think you do a great job of, uh, of keeping it quality content, not just uh, billboards for evolve. Yeah. yeah thank and you. I- and I think a big part of that is you're not constantly like, hey, guys, message me for a discount. Hey, guys, message me for 50 bucks off. Like, that, <laughs> I haven't seen that in any of your videos. So, yeah, I, I think that that's a big part of it. That's something that is so stale and is done by every single ambassador for every product ever, ever, um, whether it's like couches or skateboards or new lotions or whatever it is. It's always like, buy this and you get a discount. Like, message me for a discount. It's just it's nice to have a refreshing ambassador that isn't just exactly. trying to sell something. You're just yeah. selling your passion for the product. Yeah. What's uh what's his name? Concrete Gladiator. He has the the discount code bro a video series that he <laughs> yeah. has from making yeah. fun of that. Oh, yeah. Right on point. <laughs> yeah. For me it had always been about the community and from the get go I let Evolve know that, which I think is a quality they definitely appreciated in me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was never at the end of the day about selling something more than it was, you know, showcasing my experiences with everything and letting people decide I want to be like honest and realistic. And at the end of the day, I just want to be a resource like for the community. I don't care that people are in my DMs all the time. I really enjoy that. Some of the people who have reached out to me with, you know, questions you know intelligent ones or more stupid ones we've ended up becoming you know good friends in real life and we actually hang out all the time so i've made like a lot of meaningful connections and it makes me happy to be able to you know help people on the day-to-day and it's been great to be able to be a resource in that regard awesome that sums it up really well i like it. yeah i think i think that's a big part of it it's just growing that community um, whether it's your sponsors like Skate Castle or for us like Flatland 3D is another big sponsor for us. Everybody that we work with, it's always about community. So 
the more that I can find people like yourselves that are just trying to grow that community, I, it just makes me so happy that I'm a part of it. Um, even if it's on a minor scale and just, you know, for the listeners that we have, like, I'm just happy to give back in some way. And it sounds like that's a big part of like your mentality of working with evolve. And I'm sure for suicide shots, like him working with you, it's, it's about kind of giving back. Um, it's, it doesn't sound like he's doing it for money. He's just doing it because he likes making content and it's fun to do. And I think that that says a lot about what you guys are doing together. Yeah. I mean, Suicide Shot was was creating content indirectly for Evolve for a long time before he ever had a board show up on his front doorstep. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he put the time and investment and the equity um, with that relationship and building the community. Um, and then obviously he got rewarded for his hard work. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely not what I get about it or get out of it. It's definitely more of like... Uh, I get a lot of learning experience out of it. And then also like, you know, just creating stuff that people enjoy seeing is, is pretty rewarding. And like, I get a lot of people messaging me, like asking about boards and stuff like that. And it's, it's nice, you know, being able to help like, you know, maybe like a, a 13 year old kid that's just getting into Eastgate and yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't those know. are my favorite. Yeah. You know, it's pretty rewarding. Yeah. Those are my favorite DMS is when kids are like, Hey, what, where to start? Cause I was that kid, you know, not too yeah, long definitely. Ago. Definitely. On the flip side, uh, what do you guys what do you guys have to say to the haters out there? <laughs> yeah, any haters of I'm any, kind of curious. Anything. Yeah, come on, now's your chance. I don't have anything mean to say at all. You know, <laughs> part of gold have criticisms. They can say this and that. I prefer constructive criticism because you know I'll take it and run with it. Yeah, Stro right. said a particular video of mine looked like an ad. I'm like, okay, like let's yeah, have some. I'm not going to do that anymore. That. Yeah, yeah. And, and Stro doesn't mince words. Uh, no. Uh, having been in group chats with him, having seen like some of the discussions he's had about Eastgate and, and PEV, he, not even recently. Um, yeah, I yeah mean, even he, just his his thoughts <laughs> about certain uh, future companies. Yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's awesome that you took somebody who is as upfront and tells it like it is a stro and and ran with it. Um, so yeah. yeah, I have a good relationship with him, you know, and I like him a lot and I respect him a lot, and so. I love when people, you know, want to give me constructive criticism. I think it's helpful and it kind of helps me, you know, think about new perspectives and ideas and make, you know, more content and add a little bit of variety. Yeah, absolutely. So I Um, encourage criticism, but only if it's constructive. Okay. (laughs) Suicide shots. Uh, Yeah. I was actually going to say kind of to, to piggyback on that. Um, I mean, if, if there are any haters out there, like, please, like, just like, don't, don't hate and, you know, not say anything, please like reach out to me. Like, I would love to like hear what you say, like Brandon only wants constructive criticism, but like, you don't have to be constructive with me. Like literally, like I want to hear any negative comments that way I can make better content. Like literally, like I'll take anything as constructive criticism. Like if, if you don't want to be nice about the way that you say it, okay, that's fine. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll you'll, you'll pick it. out the information you need. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, please, as long as you're offering, you know, something viable, please, you know, I bring it forward. Like we're always trying to, to expand their minds and, you know, create better content. Man, you guys have such way, such way better character than I do about haters. I love that mentality. (laughs) (laughs) I just sent, I send all my haters right to Joe's DMs. I just forward them to Joe. Yeah, I can be, I can be, I can be ruthless. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, you guys are way better than ruthless. But like, I, 
I want to get to like, you know, a resolve and I want to figure out what's going on. Why do they not like the content? You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if any, do you suicide shots? Do you actually have people that are like, yeah, that photo sucks. I've never <laughs> once had anyone say anything. Okay. Cause I, right, well, I was, that means you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, yeah, that's I'd like to I talk like to them. Know, you know, if there are haters out there, please come forward. Like I yeah. love to, love to <laughs> chat with you. Like, yeah, I don't think you're getting any haters anytime. Uh, anytime no. soon you, you 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 have such a broad spectrum of of content that you post um whether it's like news related stuff that's happening in chicago or the random uh chicago creature stuff that you post <laughs> uh which is always entertaining <laughs> Out of chicago um, creatures. oh yeah <laughs> yeah um or or the eastgate content i mean it's it's all just so unique and different and it's i mean that's what makes it fun right it's it's what ke- keeps people coming back and, and wanting to experience it. Love um, it. So I want to tie in uh, kind of into our last question. We kind of asked this of all of our uh, people that we talked to. Um, we'll kind of go to both of you with this question, but what is your dream board? Um, it doesn't have to be a realistic board. It doesn't have to be uh, something that exists in reality right now. It can be something completely made up. Um, what is your dream board and why? John, I'll let you go first. Ooh, easy. Uh, All-wheel drive, 50-mile range minimum, and a nice, uh, I'd say, flat deck. Like, you know, similar to, like, the boosted uh, stealth deck, but um, a little more durable, like the carbon. Like, the carbon Mm. definitely – I like like the uh, the shape and everything in the carbon, but it's a little too too round for me, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. Definitely, like – it's a, it's a nice board to ride around town, but once you go like long range, your feet get a little bit sore. But that's that's the only thing I'd have to say, you know. Okay, didn't yeah. SoCal Legend uh, make an all wheel drive GTR or something like that a while back, or or, or a C one custom built and highlighted it from Evolve? Brandon, you might know this. Yeah, Brandon. I'm not sure if he's personally built one i know he has a board with insane specs but i think if i remember correctly evolve has like 10 gtr models that are uh four motors all-wheel drive and that between john and i we've been talking and that's definitely something we want to get our hands on you know that's like the next goal we got all fleet now we're making content we're gonna kill it with the content that we're gonna come to evolve and be like hey so Give we me. know you have <laughs> these all-wheel drive boards. Yeah. What do we got to do to get one? Oh man, yeah. I will. I will coincidentally be in town when that FedEx delivery happens. <laughs> Holy smokes! Gosh. <laughs> and uh, yeah. what about you, Brandon? Dream board? It's definitely definitely something flexy, bamboo. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Range has become like a huge thing for me. Oh, I mean, yeah. even when I was riding boosted, I'd carry like you know, one or two extra batteries in my backpack. I love mm-hmm. the long rides. I hate range anxiety. I want something that like, I'll probably always go with uh urethane over like pneumatic mm. tires. It's I just love my the preference. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And I just want something that can, you know, cruise forever, you know, top speed necessarily. I don't really need anything that goes over like 25, 26. That's fine. I want it to be mm-hmm. punchy and like nimble with like a lot of range and that's kind of like my ideal picture and i think that's one of the reasons i love my gtr so much because i think it's done a good job but um you know every day i wake up and i'm like is today the day where battery tech got significantly better 
Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> like a, you know, 60 mile battery fit in the same enclosure now. Someday, yeah. someday. I, I'm surprised that uh, you guys didn't mention like a autopilot board for your your filming. Oh, like one that just scary. one that just rides for you. Oh, you know, be so like scary. it scans the road ever, ahead of you. Uh, Tesla ever <laughs> makes a board? I will not trust that. Yeah, knowing how know. software if works. Anyone can man. build it. Maybe Elon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our Lord Elon. Someone send him the tweet. Yeah. Honestly, couldn't you just strap like a, a deck on top of a Model 3 and then call it? Is, would that be an electric skateboard if you strapped I a mean, deck te- on top of a uh, Model yeah, I guess 3? technically. You could technically just take the whole chassis off oh, and yeah. leave all the like the internal components of like the yeah. patch and everything. Okay. Okay. I like where this is. Or what if we, I mean, you could even take giant urethane wheels and just replace the the tires on the, the oh, Tesla Model 3. I like where this is going. And then maybe just put some grip tape on the roof. And do then we I think know that would oh my God. technically apply as a board, right? right? Like, do we do we know anyone with a Model 3 that wouldn't mind us, you know, like taking off the entire frame of the car and the, the wheels and stuff, Joe? I feel like we could make that happen. I'm sure there's somebody, right? Um, Elon, <laughs> if you were listening. Elon. <laughs> Elon, we know you're listening. We know you're a huge fan. We'll respond to your your DMs here soon, but okay, yeah, we'll get back to you shortly, Elon. <laughs> yeah, a Tesla Model Three would be one hell of a deck swap. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a that's a weird flex, but okay. I like what you did there. That's no, we funny. need we need the Model X so that it's got the wings and then you can take off. You know. <gasps> oh, man. oh, that's true. Yeah, you could put some little rocket boosters under the oh, doors. There we go. Why hadn't yeah. done that already? <sighs> This is why this is why I ask these questions. These are the things that companies need to, yeah. to listen to yeah, and say like, that's what we're gonna do. SpaceX Texla collab, like there we go. New yeah. video idea. Here we go. I'm basically, <laughs> you know, creating content for companies. So you With know Tesla, yeah. That got me thinking. Yeah. My dream board has like a heads up display, but on the road. Ooh. And oh, you yeah. can GPS information, oh, yeah. information, battery information, but you don't have to look away from like the street. You know, it's just projected mm. right onto the street in front of you. If you wear a full face, could you put that that heads up display under the visor? Would well, that they, be part of the package? They already have those. I know. Uh, yeah, I kind of yeah. want one. I'm picturing. Yeah, have you ever seen those keyboards that like project out onto the table and you can like type with that's them? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. That's that's what I'm picturing when Brandon talks about like the heads up display. Like it'll it'll be like scan cars and be like this car is going to merge out and you'd be like okay. <laughs> Yo, we, we could do that for a video. Like straight up, we could buy one of those projectors easily. That'd be so cool. Be so. We got to cool. move to Chicago, Joe. At least temporarily. <laughs> yeah. There's no. We'll have there's to start no like, moving there for the summer just to get like all the content created. Hey, whenever yeah, you guys want to come out, come out. Oh, yeah. Man. We need we need to make a trip. That that needs to happen sooner than later. Yeah. The, the the community and the content, you know, deserves it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huge shout out to to Chicago Eastgate. You guys are doing something right. Best and everybody best. should be should be striving to be like you guys. Oh, we have so many amazing members in the group. It's a fantastic community. And, you know, like I said earlier, just like my first group ride, I fell in love. I was like, you know, this is more than just me riding my board to work. This is a whole yeah. thing and I want to be a part of it. I want to be able to give back to it, contribute to it. You know, Chicago is really something special. Yeah, I will. I will never forget my first group ride in Chicago when I got towed by two one wheels because I had <laughs> towed somebody else that had showed up late to the group ride um on their boosted and they only had a standard range and i was like well i got an xr i'll be fine 
So I towed them like half the way and I was like, oh, my XR is running low. And then two one wheels were like, yeah, just grab onto our backpacks. And I was like, oh, this doesn't seem like a good idea. That's funny. But it worked. I'm pretty the rest sure of history. I was there that day, actually. Did I get towed by another one wheel? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That day was wild. That oh, was yeah. a fun day. Definitely. It was cold as shit, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, that was the time when your board broke, too, Terminalx. Oh, yeah. Rip. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Next time I'm bringing a backup board. <laughs> yeah no i uh that was a, a healthy amount of bad luck no it turns out something had gotten into the bsc enclosure and sh- something metallic and short-circuited mm. uh, and just fried the whole esc Holy nanobots shit. and you don't typically walk around with a spare esc right i mean at least i don't so yeah i i was that's a well thankfully like i made a whole day of it and put all my gear in in, in joe's car and then just kind of like had like a day in chicago to just kind of do whatever i wanted so it wasn't the end of the world but yeah, next time I'm coming down, I'm definitely bringing more than one board. That's for sure. Yeah, that's- you know, if you had some uh, skate castle skid plates, you would have been fine. No, no metallic, nothing getting into any <laughs> any motors. It is a stretch, but since we're sponsored by Skate Castle, I'm just gonna say yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. It makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep, that's exactly what I need. <laughs> All right, so I think that's gonna uh, do it for us for this episode. Um, again, huge shout out to Ebor Brandon and Suicide Shots for joining us tonight. Thank you yeah. so much, guys. Gentlemen, thank you. It's been a pleasure. This is one of my favorite conversations ever, I think, on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It's been a blast, and I was super excited to uh, join you guys. Yeah, it's it's always so fun getting to have new people on here and just getting to hear their random thoughts, stories. Um, it's, it's always a good time, and if you guys ever want to come back on the show, please let us know. We'd be more than happy to have you. Um, and we're definitely going to make our way out to Chicago soon because oh, yeah. all these ideas are just floating around in my head now. And I have to put a pencil to paper on some of them. Exactly. Right. A, a whole. Could you imagine, Joe, a whole weekend in Chicago with this mm. crew, with this kind of collaboration? You know, we could probably even bring Fanta Jake, who goes to film school here in Grand Rapids. Oh, yeah. Uh, he would be down. He has access to amazing equipment. We I mean, we could have the film crew for for Ewer Brandon. Yeah, there's you know? there's your P.A. Yeah, there's there your P.A. Go. Fan yeah, we, we could get a lot of projects out of the way real, real easily. Um, yeah, man, yeah, that'd be almost like a documentary right. series. <laughs> yeah, we can bring right. you guys down to the Skate Castle headquarters too. Oh, I'm oh, there that'd for be it. so cool. I'm there for I would it. Love that. Yep, I'm down. All right, so until next time, this is Electric Skatecast. I am your host, Jay Grand Gr. You can follow us at Electric Skatecast. Um, you can also follow everybody here. Um, their tags will be in the description of the podcast because there are too many of us to list. <laughs> um, so until next time, thank you so much for listening and uh, stay safe out there, everybody. Have a good one.